Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Randall A. Theater, the show where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And I'm Jack Swakowski. This is episode number 192, and it's Sweet 16. It's the NCAA tournament. It's March Madness, and Randall A. Theater is here to bring you our uh, our own kind of Sweet 16. Uh, hold on, it's not the uh, <laughs> uniform number tournament. Uh, we're not doing that again, but... We are going to be taking a look at the um, teams in the Sweet 16, in the NCAA Basketball Sweet 16, and we're going to be looking at what famous, uh, what notable baseball players came from those universities. So, um, you know, we know that they're doing well in basketball this year, but uh, have they produced any noteworthy baseball players? So that's what we'll be doing here in episode 192. But Jack, before we do that, you have a 192 guy to share with us. Uh, I certainly do, Jeremy, and that number 192 guy is none other than uh, Alfredo Griffin. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember Alfredo Griffin? I do, yes. Great. Yeah, he had 192 stolen bases, uh, so that was why I chose him. He played from 1976 to 1993, so he was literally just outside my window of being aware of him. Uh, but I, fi- I figured you might know know him. Uh, yep. it's, it's strange, you know, how a, a guy can play 18 seasons in the major leagues and you just never hear anything about him. But uh, I think that kind of sums up where Alfredo Griffin is at in the public consciousness right now. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I, it's also weird, one of those things. This is, I think, something that we see um, with you, Jack, sometimes, like just like about when you know these guys from or like, you know, like sure. knowing them from a certain strato year. Like, I know Alfredo Griffin as a Dodger. But he okay. played most of his years with the Blue Jays, um, and yeah. so I'm sure there's a lot of people who think like, "Oh yeah, he was a Blue Jay, and then he and you know he played with the Dodgers later on." But, uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, was he was that on the from 80. when he pl- when he played the Cubs? Yeah, yeah, I just remember seeing him. Then I, I honestly, when I hear Alfredo Griffin, I think of Harry Carey saying like, "Oh, Fredo Griffin." So <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of how I think of him. Yeah, yeah, he played uh, started his career three years with the Indians, then he moved to the Blue Jays, um, played uh, played eight years with them. Uh, then he went to Oakland, where he played for three years. Uh, went to the Dodgers, where he played for four. It's where you remember him. And then he went back to the Blue Jays for a couple of years. So, yeah, he bounced around. He played for about five different teams. Um, uh, his name, his nickname was Primo. Uh, so he shares that nickname with the guy that gets murdered in the fan, if you remember that. <laughs> I think I think right. that guy's name was Primo. Um, uh, so that's good. You know, w- one reason I like Alfredo Griffin is he's sort of uh, – represents the type of shortstop that you don't really see anymore. Yeah. Um, he was the rookie of the year in, in 1979, but, uh, you know, he would hit about between 250 and 270. He would steal some bases, uh, and he would hit between, like, two and four home runs every year if he was lucky. I, I feel like nowadays every single shortstop you see hits, like, at least 15, if not 25 home runs, yeah. um, and they're, like, six foot four. And that's uh, that's just kind of boring to me at this point. You know, Alfredo Griffin was your typical 5'11", which was probably generous, 160-pound uh, guy. Um, I miss uh, I miss seeing middle infielders like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, this guy would be, you know, he would be ridden out of town on a rail if he put up two home runs, you know. Oh, yeah. In a, in his, in a season, in a full season. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, he, he would definitely just be relegated to a, a the, the Leori Garcia role uh, on his team, if that were true. Um, yeah. But yeah, he hung around for a long time. Uh, 249 career hitter. He only hit uh, 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 24 home runs in his whole career. 
in uh, 7,331 plate appearances. So that is uh, that is a very low percentage. So if you're out there and you saw Alfredo Griffin uh, hit a home run at a, at a game you went to, um, there were not many chances of that. And was probably a solid fielder, too. He did win a gold glove in 1985. Um, uh, so, you know, I don't know if that year was just an outlier, but usually if a guy wins a gold glove, it means he was at least solid at, at some point. Yeah, I'm, although I will say, like, for a guy with that kind of offensive output, you'd think maybe he w- would have won more. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but, uh, but, yeah, and then the guy who was just a mainstay for years. Um, did you mention he won Rookie of the Year, Jack? I, I did, and, yeah, 1979. Yeah. And he also made one all-star team, too, which I think kind of uh, proves our theory that if a guy plays long enough, the odds are he'll make one all-star team. Uh, yeah. He did in ni- in 1984 with Toronto. So yeah, he had some accolades: Rookie of the Year, All Star, Gold Glove. Um, he didn't rack up uh, any one of those accolades very much, but he did have them. So that that's pretty solid. I, I wonder if he was like one of the original um, contract year guys because he he uh, he hit, made the All Star year uh, All Star team in the, the last year with Toronto, and then he ended up signing with the. Uh, the uh, Oakland A's. So I wonder if he got like a, a nice juicy contract. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Oakland was handing out juicy contracts uh, in 1985, maybe, yeah. but, um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I also didn't know that he was from Dominican Republic. Like I just, I don't think I was aware of like other countries or something back then. Sure. And so I just, I thought he was just a, like an American guy. Um, but I do remember, like, I feel like he was like maybe one of the first guys I remember being named Alfredo. So, yeah, uh, uh, definitely. Um, well, Jeremy, it says in 1985, his first year with the Athletics, he made six hundred and ten thousand dollars. So maybe that, maybe that. Hey, that'd that, be a juicy contract for the A's today. So. Uh, yeah, for sure. That that was probably like pretty decent at that point. I mean, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, he also played 162 games uh, four times in his career, which is which is pretty cool. So uh, yeah, he was he was a guy who would would go out there uh, every single day. Um, and, uh, you know, was the Dominican Republic in the world baseball classic? Uh, they were, yeah, they, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, they lost, to you know, Mexico, yeah, something I, I think we're going to be, be talking about today with the, uh, uh, sweet 16, um, guys who played on those teams is just like, Oh, I bet, I bet he's rooting for them right now. So, um, uh, unless they've been eliminated, I've, I've only been following college basketball the last, <laughs> the last two weeks. I will say Alfredo Griffin, uh, also coached for the, uh, uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim or whatever they were being called at that time uh, for, for almost 10 years from 2010 to 2018. So he's a guy who, if we were doing the bus, be like, oh, yeah, we should uh, let's bring, a, bring an old card of his to get signed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know. It would, that, that would be one that I probably would be stoked to get just because I remember him as a, as a little kid. So For sure. Um, but, uh, okay, yeah, that's, uh, that's Alfredo Simon. Uh, Alfredo, I mean, Alfredo Griffin. Alfredo Griffin. Yep. There <laughs> yeah. You go. The, the the second the second guy named Alfredo that you <laughs> that you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, okay. Cool. Uh, well. Yeah. I guess Jack, you you bring us to um, uh, to kind of like where we're at uh, collectively. Uh, Jack has been all about uh, uh, the the NCAA tournament. But before we get into that and our topic, um, I just want to talk about the WBC really quick, uh, which I've um, you know I've been following the NCAA tournament too. Uh, my my, my brackets are actually doing okay heading into week two, but, um, uh, but yeah, the WBC has been going on and like, honestly, it's, it's been good. I it's, it's, it's been so long since it happened the last time, but, um, you know, uh, sure. Uh, uh Edwin Diaz and, and Jose Altuve received, uh, both like multi-month, uh, injuries in, in the uh, tournament, but like, 
it is um it's exciting it's cool to see like competitive baseball right now and uh to see so many people into it um right now um uh as we record this uh mexico and japan are playing in like the semifinals, and uh it's been a hell of a game uh mexico was up three nothing and japan hit a three-run homer uh in the bottom of the seventh to tie it up then Mexico came comes up and gets two runs uh, to go ahead five to three in the eighth, and now we're at the bottom of the eighth. There's nobody outs, and the tying run is on first base uh, for Team Japan. So it's like this is uh, getting really interesting here at the end. Um, yesterday, Team USA game kind of sucked. Uh, they they kind of ran right over um, uh, Cuba, but um, uh, the game before that against Venezuela was was a was a damn good game. Uh, capped off by a, a go-ahead grand slam by Trey Turner. So um, I don't know. These games have been uh, exciting from what I've seen. Yeah, you know, and uh, you wonder if it's going to be the last year that it's like this um, with all with all the injuries, especially the one to Edwin Diaz where they just paid him a, just a ton of money. Um, you wonder if the uh, owners are going to find some way to try to not let those guys play in the in this tournament going forward. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, I I I think the players. I think there's some players who are more into this than the than uh, than like the the regular season. But um, you know, I guess uh, they have to you know think about where their bread is buttered. But uh, yeah, that would be a shame if they did that. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, did Jack? Did you hear about uh, the Team Cuba like qualifications like to be on Team Cuba? No. What What did you need for that? It's interesting. It's like, you know, because so many people defect from Cuba, it's like you have to have like never like spoken. They they said like you couldn't you can't you couldn't have been like vocal about like being like negative, like vocally negative about Cuba um, wow. like in, in the press or whatever, I guess. Um, there's some other things, too, like about like how you like left the country and stuff like um, so that's that's they said that's one of the reasons why the team Cuba you know, you would think you think of all the, the Cuban players um, who are in the majors like you think that they would be good and they did make it to the semifinals, but they got crushed uh, by, by Team USA. But, yeah, they're like a lot of the guys either won't play for Cuba or just because of the, the relations or uh, they are not qualified or are not invited to play because they've been like uh, outspoken about the country. So, like, yeah, like there's so many players like Abreu, Jordan Alvarez. Um, yep you know, et cetera, et cetera. So those guys are not on the team, obviously. Did, did, did Abreu ever say anything negative about Cuba? I mean, he was a very obvious defector, but I don't remember him ever saying anything negative. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if all those guys have, because that's, there, there's so many of them to not, to not be there. I think, I feel like Abreu might've been on a team Cuba at one point. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe he just yeah, I mean he's getting old. Maybe he just needed to rest his body for the season. I feel like Jose Abreu, the only thing you would ever hear him say in an interview is just I'm so thankful for this organization for everything they've given me when uh <laughs> when he was on the White Sox. Like every single thing he would just be like this organization, I just that's all I have to say is I'm thankful for them. Um yeah, he's a kind of a bland interview, but uh yeah. you know, uh who knows. Well, now he's going to have to pick up some of the slack for Jose uh, Altuve being out for 2 months. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, you know, if, if the owner of the Astros, first of all, a lot of people are saying that, you know, it's, 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 it's karma. Um, 
uh, Carlos Correa, if, if you, if he heard you say that he, first of all, he would tower over you and he'd say that Altuve was the only one not cheating. Um, right. but, uh, but, um, uh, if the owner of the Astros wants to be mad at anyone, he should be mad at fucking Daniel Bard. Daniel Bard was a gas can in that game. It was crazy that us was winning. Like I forgot what the score was, but he just came in. He like gave up a, a walk an infield hit two uh, wild pitches and he fucking broke Jose Altuve's thumb. So like, I'm not, I don't know why he's on this team. I don't know why he's in the majors. Um, fucking Rafael Ortega hit a walk off Homer off of him. I think at that game we were at, um, it's yeah. like, it just doesn't, I don't know. And then Mark DeRosa, the manager of USA is just out there, like, you know, just letting them go. And so it was, uh, it was just a weird thing to see. And he, he clearly didn't have it. And like, it was capped off by, you know, it's like when the pitcher doesn't have it, you know, it's like, go ahead, blow the, blow the lead, whatever, do, you know, throw the game away, but try not to break someone's thumb and knock them out of the season for, for two months, you know? Right. So that was not yeah, great. For sure. No, I think I think we saw. Did we see Bard also get a save last year too? Like in twenty twenty two. I I think so. I think there was like an expectation of him failing again, and then he actually did like get the save. I mean, the guy he's <laughs> he's been the closer for the Rockies for a while now, and like I you know slated to be their closer again this year. So, um, I guess he's he's doing enough at least to stay in with the the Rockies, which I don't know. That's not saying yeah. too much, but no, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's the WBC. Tomorrow uh, will be the finals. It'll be Team USA versus either Mexico or Japan. It's 5-4 now uh, with the tying run at second base. So we'll see what happens. Oh, very good. Um, well, uh, should we get to our uh, Sweet 16 uh, brackets? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Um, uh, so Jeremy and I uh, divided this up 8-8. Uh, eight and eight. So I took the, uh, uh, the Midwest and the West brackets. Uh, Jeremy took the South and the East. Um, uh, Jeremy, uh, uh, how about we start with a game um, uh, in your bracket? Okay, sure. Um, I guess uh, uh, is uh, is FAU, is uh, Florida Atlantic and Tennessee, is that the is that the East or the that's South? That's in the East. Yes, that's in the okay. East, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not start there? Um, sure. So, okay, so yeah, I had, uh, so Florida Atlantic, um, uh, I was looking it up, and um, yeah, there were some surprises, I would say, on that mm-hmm. team. Um, or like from that school. Uh, so all of this stuff is pretty like accessible through uh, baseball reference as well, which is cool. Like I'm not, if, if anyone's out there, if you like, you can search by school or you can like, you know, so like, it's cool to see like who went to like our schools, like not too many guys came out of our schools. Uh, Curtis Granderson for me, but that's really it. Dalton um, Varsho for me. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then uh, the, the, the Brewers did draft a guy from UIC. Uh, this past year that I saw a pitch. Um, but uh, so for Florida Atlantic, um, I would say the most noteworthy hitter to come out of there is um, Chris Johnson. Mm-hmm. So uh, former... I remember Chris. Yeah, that that. Well, first of all, that's saying something about their program. But I remember yes. Chris Johnson. Yeah, no, which is and it, I th- this is a good one to kick it off because, yeah, th- it was Jack and I like we were talking about it uh, before we started. It w- This is very interesting to look up because um, you get a very like narrow, like breadth of like players. Um, Jack, you were saying like guys that don't seem to be connected at all, except for the fact that they happen to go to this school um, and like guys you never associated with the school. Like I, I'm not 
when I saw Chris Johnson play, I was never like, oh yeah, the pride of Florida Atlantic. Um, it actually <laughs> looked, it actually looks like he might've gone to Stetson, like graduated from Stetson too. So he might've transferred. Um, so, uh, so, you know, I don't, I don't know which, you know, um, school he would truly claim, but, but yeah. So anyway, Chris Johnson, probably the most notable, uh, hitter, um, third baseman, uh, for the most part, um, with the Astros and the, the Braves, I guess were his two biggest teams, um, and then, uh, for pitchers, um, they have, uh, there's a couple, I mean, yeah, there's actually not really a couple. I would say the most notable guy of pitchers is, uh, a guy who we got last year, Jack Austin Gomber. We did get, yeah, we did get Austin Gomber. Um, you know, again, like who, who would have thought that a guy we were getting an autograph from, uh, would be in this thing. Um, yeah, he's actually right. started quite a few games for them. He started 23 games for the Rockies in 21 and, uh, you know, 17 for them this year. So he's a legit guy. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Jeff Beliveau is a guy who was in the majors at one point. I think he might've been on the Cubs actually. Um, yeah, I, remember, I remember him. Yeah. Okay. And then there's another guy who I just want to mention just cause it's fun to say, but, uh, I think it was Tim Haricola. Um, yeah. he pitched from 1995 to 2007, which is weird. Um, he must have do you, gone. Do you remember away. him as a player? I do remember hearing his name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He had he had one year for the Rockies. Yeah, because he was up and down. You know, he he, yeah. he pitched he pitched uh, that long, but he only that was only like six major league seasons that he appeared in. But in two thousand four, he appeared in fifty five games for the Rockies. So there was that one outlier year where it's like, man, I guess they really needed Tim Hericola that year. <laughs> yeah, for for real. Um, it looks like he played in the KBO for a while in Mexico and stuff. So okay. yeah, he definitely he bounced around and had a couple stints in the majors. But uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, he's probably in like the the Florida Atlantic Baseball Hall of Fame. You know, yeah, like it's yeah. that's the other thing that's funny is like these guys. If you make it to the if you play in the the program and make it to the majors, you probably make their Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Definitely. Um. Yeah. We should say for those of you who don't know, I didn't. But uh, Florida Atlantic is in uh, Boca Raton. Uh, I think that was where Uncle Junior took his vacations. Big vacation spot. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. For sure. I don't know if Del Boca Vista was also. Uh, the housing community was in Boca Raton, but, uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely that, that Boca Raton just sounds like a retirement community to me. It's a retirement community. There you go. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, no, for sure. Uh, all right. So yeah, that, that's uh, that's awesome. Florida Atlantic. Uh, we could have referenced that when we got Austin Gomber. It's like, Oh, Hey man, you like Florida. You went to Florida Atlantic. Like, what do you think of their tournament run this year? Um, yeah, of course, you know, sure. that's uh, that, that hadn't happened last year. But um, all right. Well, we got also the University of Tennessee. This is a pretty big one. I haven't looked at it yet, but I, I assume mm-hmm. there's some guys who've been there. Yeah, Jack. I mean, uh, it was also fun to play like a guessing game too, like which players you happen to know did sure. go to those schools. Um, but um, I definitely the most notable. I mean, there's a couple um, strong. This is the, yeah, this is definitely a stronger school. Um, I, I, I have to say the most notable was Todd Helton went to yeah uh, absolutely and yeah i saw his first minor league game uh in Asheville uh back in 95 i want to say uh but yeah he was also the backup quarterback to peyton manning i think yeah yeah um uh exactly i remember wanting to like see footage of him like i'm sure he i assume he got into a game <laughs> at, at some point but behind peyton manning maybe not maybe in yeah. a blowout um but yeah there's there's a handful of guys um phil garner uh, Joe Randa, Chase Headley, uh, our boy Jan Gomes 
Yeah, um, I know. I, I can't believe I, I I didn't know that, man. I mean, I knew the Knoxville thing was like kind of laughable when we saw it on the uh, mm-hmm. White Sox thing. And it's maybe assumed he lived there, but I didn't know he was a volunteer. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, um, there's there's almost too, there's too many to mention like major leaguers, but there is there's there a are. good amount. Um, and as far as pitching goes, um, I think the two most notable, um, although there's a guy from the, the 30s, uh, but uh, um, I would say the most notable are, are, are Rick Honeycutt, um, who is uh, is he? Um, He's not the Dodgers pitching. Is he still he, a pitching he, coach? Somewhere? He used to be. Prior is their their primary yeah. pitching coach. I think I think Rick Honeycutt kind of just retired. Okay, yeah. Um, and I think he, I think he might have been a coach with the A's. He played on the A's for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. but Rick Honeycutt, I would say, and then uh, R. A. Dickey was also um, uh, a Tennessee volunteer. Yeah. Um. Yes, he was. Uh. Uh. Yeah. One more guy that caught my eye. Our boy Nick Senzel was a Tennessee yeah. volunteer too. Yeah, right. Pirate man. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, okay. Uh, well, uh, that, that's a that's a pretty good uh, uh, start to oh, that. Re- oh, yeah. Real quick, I think um, one guy that I want to mention here. Um, there really are a lot, but um, Zach Groats <laughs> was uh, is went to Tennessee as well. Jack, I'm pretty sure we saw Zach Groats in like the like you know the second year of the podcast or something really he's just okay. like a relief he was just like a relief pitcher i don't think he's pitched in the majors since 2020 but i i feel like we saw him it would uh, be it pitch. would probably be in the uh statistics spreadsheet right oh yeah right exactly yeah let me look that up um yeah, he was on the Mar- uh, yeah, well, uh, mariners he, so uh oh he was okay he was on the mariners um yeah that, that's we may have matt duffy went there um the reason jeremy collects cards matt duffy um mm-hmm. you know the chance to get a matt duffy card uh andrew tolls uh, went there as well, yeah. um, and uh, J.P. Arancibia, the old catcher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Uh, were you able to find Groats? Um, I'm still looking at him. I'm having trouble here uh, navigating. No, nah, it's to fine. The, the um, thing, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, while you while you're looking, uh, we can move on to uh, one of my games. Um, so I had. Uh, I feel like I was blessed with getting a bunch of uh, good ba- good baseball schools here, or at least for the most part. Um, so we can start with the game uh, at the top of my bracket here in the Midwest, which is Houston uh, and versus Miami. Um, also, if you, you caught that Houston versus Auburn game, uh, and I think it was uh, Saturday, uh, yeah, that was an amazing second half played by Houston. They, uh, they looked like the best team in the tournament. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, starting with uh, – we'll start with the University of Miami. Why not? Because um, there's a lot of guys who went there. Uh, so the most notable player – and. Actually, let me let me back up a little bit. Um, we said that a lot of these guys are unrelated, um, but the University of Miami definitely has a lot of things that are like related, mostly involving steroids. Um, I was going to say those those guys seem to be grouped together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. And wasn't Jose Canseco like, even though he didn't go to Miami, he was kind of heavily involved in it. Like when we watched that, when we watched that video, oh, like yeah. the the guy was the the University of Miami trainer who was in like that health section of the video. Uh huh. Um, so, yeah, uh, it, it all makes sense. Well, the most notable player uh, is Mike Piazza. Um, went there. I actually did not know that he went to uh, the University of Miami. I don't know how long he went there, but he, uh, he, he was there. I didn't know Greg Vaughn went to the University of Miami as well. So that's cool. He was a hurricane. Uh, Greg Vaughn threw me a ball in spring training when I was a little kid. I don't remember it, but apparently it happened. 
Um, <laughs> and my, my boy Ryan Braun went there as well. Um, so yeah, there's the old steroid connection. We also have uh, uh, Yonder Alonso went there, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Yasmani Grandal, who I think yeah. were two other guys that were busted for steroids, weren't they? They were, yeah. I actually yep. think I wonder. Yeah, I, I almost want to say that there was a connection to the school with it, but I, I don't remember enough to. Yeah, say. no, not, neither do I. Um, uh, some other other great guys that went there. Great guy, uh, Aubrey Huff. Uh, was there? Um, I, you know, who knows? Maybe he's in their in their Hall of Fame. It's it's hard to say. Um, John Jay went there. Uh, Jay and J- John Jay and Yonder Alonso are, are really good friends, right? Like they're they're good friends they, with Manny Machado. Yes, they were they were signed by the White Sox in a, a shallow like effort to try to lure him <laughs> over there, and it didn't work. And then they were stuck with those two. Was Machado was was did, was he did he kind of originate from Miami? Like I I know he's a a foreign born player I think, but did he or is he is he? Um, uh, I don't know if he is or okay. not. Okay, um, all right. But yeah, no, he um, uh, yeah, no, he says he was born in Miami. So um, yeah. Okay, yeah, he just... uh, Hialeah, Florida is where baseball reference. So so those guys all must have. Uh, and then he went to my, Brito Miami private school. Um. So yeah, he 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 was probably around there at the same time he, those were those guys were going he, to college. He he might have like been recruited to Miami and then signed out of high school. Yeah, that's that's probably what happened. So uh it stands to reason why all those guys know each other. Um yeah. but uh yeah, this is uh this list is too robust for me to possibly go through all these yeah. guys. Uh FB Santangelo also also went there and uh I think Tur Turdoslavich um oh. went there as well. Joey, Joey, Turtos, Turtoslavich. Let's just, you know, let's just say it how it probably is pronounced. So, I think it's um, Turdoslavich, but yeah. Turdoslavich. It's a, it's a tough one. It's like Kim, yeah. Kim Basinger. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, that, that was a good list. And then real, on, for real he, quick, yeah, I go got, ahead. um, Pete, Pete, Pete O'Brien too. We talked, we've talked about him on the podcast oddly. That's right. We have times. Oh, wow. Bobby Hill. Uh, that's the white, that's the Cubs guy who the Cubs traded, yep. uh, for, for a Ram. Uh, and um, Kenny Lofton, uh, uh, Nelson Santovenia was a guy from when I was a kid. I remember him. Uh, Alex Fernandez, uh, good pitcher. Mm-hmm. Danny Graves, uh, part partial Filipino, uh, half Filipino pitcher, or at least some part Filipino. Um, yeah, that's those are the ones yeah. that stood out to me. And and also also I should say Danny Valencia too. So um, oh yeah, you know I, I wonder if any of his teammates tried to take away his endorsement deals while he was while he was on there. Well, they did, they didn't have NIL at that point, so they 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 wouldn't be able to. But um uh yeah, famously Billy Butler tried to do that to him in Oakland. Um okay, uh well let's move on to the University of Houston. Oh yeah, hey, real uh, quick, would, Jack, I uh, got yeah. two things to check in on um real quick. Uh so Mike Piazza, I looked at Mike Piazza's um uh baseball reference and it says here um after uh, so he graduated in high school in '86. After which he went uh, to South Florida and joined the Miami Hurricanes his freshman year, receiving no playing time that season. Piazza transferred to Miami Dade Community College. So uh, huh. the 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 Miami Hurricanes snubbed him basically. Um, yeah, and then probably around that time he discovered steroids. I would guess. <laughs> no, probably. I, I was thinking, Jeremy, that I've I've sort of. You know, I've read up on his story from time to time, and I, I don't really remember it mentioning the Miami Hurricanes. So no. that adds up. Um, uh, oh, and then real quick, Jack, uh, we did see Zach Groats uh, pitch one inning. Um, it must have been in that uh, that end of the season um, Mariners-Cubs game that uh, we went to. Right. 
Oh God, man, I don't I don't remember that at all. But that's yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's a the good reason. Call by you. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I, listener Pete might have brought him up to us, and I I I did not remember. And then this is why I remember. But yeah, Zach Groats. Okay, nice. Um, well, we we did see him, so always good to have a guy on this list that we have some familiarity with. Um, all right, uh, University of Houston. Uh, nice. Tom Pichorek went there. Our boy Tom oh, Pichorek. Nice. That's kind of wild. I, I didn't know he. I didn't know he went there. Um, that's one of those things where, like, I bet he's rooting for the Houston Cougars right now. Uh, seems like he'd be a pretty pretty big sports fan. He's seventy six too. Um, yeah. And he's from Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. So it must have been nice for him to uh, go there, I guess, um, to down to Houston. Uh, so yeah, they had Pachoric, Woody Williams, the old pitcher was there. Uh, Doug Drabeck, uh, Michael Bourne. Went to the University of Houston. Uh, yeah. I kind of forgot about Michael Bourne, but he had a uh, he had some stolen bases, um, you know, back in the day. Yeah, uh, just kind of a guy that's been been forgotten about. Uh, yeah, and so uh, those those Ooh. are probably the most famous guys. Anthony um, Anthony Young, famous for losing what was it twenty one games in a, or nineteen games in a season? Oh or God, no. really? Did he? Well, no, he lost. He. Um, he lost twenty games over two seasons, or thirty games over two seasons. So he was two and fourteen in nineteen ninety two, and then one and sixteen <laughs> in nineteen ninety three. That's wild. Um, you know the the poor guy too. His, his ERA in that first season was four seventeen. The second yeah. season it was three seventy seven. So that's that's on that's on his hitters. Yeah, he he's the original poster boy for like wins and losses shouldn't count or shouldn't matter when evaluating yeah. a pitcher. Um, his, and then, his career record fifteen and forty eight with a three eighty nine ERA. I know, right? Um, uh, you know, so he 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 puts in a one and sixteen season in ninety three, uh, and then what do you what happens? The Cubs sign him. So I, <laughs> I I remember that I remember that being like a low point for the Cubs. Like we were like we signed Anthony Young. He's like oh you, we signed a guy who was one and sixteen. Great, you know, very exciting. Yeah, I hey nowadays. I would be excited about that signing. Like I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's that's a sneaky good signing, you know. Like the guy, <laughs> yeah. look at look at the guy's ear, you know. Not to say like, not to sound like Cole Wright, yeah. But like, you know, it is like this no. guy had a three seventy seven ERA. We're we're um you know we're buying fucking low on this guy. That I just I could only imagine what Cole Wright would have said at the Cubs convention when they introduced <laughs> him. Like, all right, this guy may have been one in sixteen, but he's sneaky good. <laughs> like, all right, Cole, right. Jesus Christ. Yeah, any, yeah, anything that would embarrass the player, for sure. Yeah, right, um, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's great. Um, uh, but, yeah, anybody else uh, 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 jumping out at you here on, on Texas? Um, uh, Jesse Crane, who um, listener of the or guest of the podcast, Mark Bubblebath, called uh, Crane Wreck. Uh, nice. <laughs> it's on his list. Um, you said D- Doug Drayback, right? I, I did. I feel like we've talked about Doug Drabeck on the podcast before, um, but yeah. I, I can't remember in, under what con in what context. Um, he might have been uh, like a you know a guy like a, a player of the episode guy. I, I feel like maybe he was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one uh, one other thing. Uh, it seems like all three Pachorik brothers, or at least at least uh, uh, John yeah. Pachorik and Tom Pachorik. Went to the University of, of Houston. Uh, Jim Jim, it looks like went to the University of Michigan. I didn't know there were two other Pachoric brothers. Did you? No, no, no. I mean, so yeah, you're saying like the Pachoric brothers, like <laughs> you know, I I did not know. I I don't. 
I'm not sure who would know that other than someone who just happened upon the list of major <laughs> league players that went to Houston. Yeah, and, and the Pachoric family themselves. Um, yeah, no, for sure. But, hey, uh, for those of you who didn't know, Tom Pachoric had two brothers who also played Major League Baseball very briefly. Interesting. Honestly, Tom Pachoric is a guy I'd like to get um, at some point. I hope oh, yeah. he's – yeah, I think he – I don't know if he still pops up on White Sox broadcast these days. But, um, yeah, I would actually love to get him for sure. Yeah, see, seems like a really nice guy too. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so are we alternating then? Um, we are. Why not? All right. So I, we're still my we're still in the, the, the south, right, or the east. I, I forget it already. Uh, sure. Which, whichever game you want to do is fine. All right. Well, I got uh, – let's do Michigan State. Um, is it Michigan State versus Kansas State? It is. Boo, Michigan State. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's do them. Uh, yeah, Jack. Uh, Jack's team was bounced by Michigan State. We haven't talked about this, Jack. How, how are you taking that that game? I, I couldn't watch any more basketball that night, man. I'll be ready to go again by Thursday, but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't watch anymore, so I couldn't tell you what happened in those games last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, just a side note, folks. I went to a, a card show yesterday. Um, in Rosemont, and uh, I got Dexter Fowler, and Al- I finally got Albert Almora. Uh, and um, I was gonna send pictures to Jack, uh, and I'm like, eh, I think, le- you know, let's leave him alone for today. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that was as frustrated and as dejected as I've been about a sporting event uh, in a long time. Uh, I can't, I can't remember how long. It's disappointing though, because you know, uh, they had great health. Uh, uh, a great team, great team chemistry, uh, and they had a lot of like things go their way, and like they played really well in uh, almost all the big games that they had in the second half of the season. And they were mm-hmm. ranked number six, and they got a two seed. So it's like when you know you know this for the 2016 Cubs, but when you, when you're in a position where you can win a championship, you have to try to you have to like win it because you don't know when you're gonna go back again. Um, yeah. So it's like they were in a great position to make a deep run. And it was all on them. The loss was entirely on them. They played like fucking dog shit. They, uh, they, there was a stretch in the second half where the game was tied or Marquette had a lead by a couple points. And over a stretch of 10 minutes, they had three points and nine turnovers. And I don't know how many empty possessions. So it's like it was an evenly called game. The whistle was pretty even. Um, Michigan State did not play well. They were two for 16 from three. Like they just they didn't really have a good game. Marquette just fucking shat it away so you know there's there's nothing nothing you can do yeah i the only the the most uh emotional that i could get about these games is just my brackets and i i do recall like getting screwed in a bracket one year because of michigan state and it's just like i i kind of feel like michigan state the same way i feel about like wisconsin it's like ah oh, jesus these fucking guys again like you know like it's like can't they ha- take a year off they're like the cardinals it's like just they they always have to be good. They're always like beating teams like in the in the tournament. Like they like, you know, they can be a lower team, lower seed, and beat like a number two seed. It's just like the the they're just fucking pesky. Yeah, no, they are. And like you know, Tom Izzo after after that shooting at Michigan State, I think he was upset that they canceled the game like that week. I, I think he said something like, you know, uh, the best way to honor something like this is to play or something to that effect. So he was, he was pissed off that the game was canceled. It's like, dude, just stop being such an asshole and just don't, don't Uh, talk about this. Um, right. You know, and he's, he's a real sore loser too. If you know, if you just, if you watch him, he doesn't, uh, you know, 
Whatever. Um, anyway, you know, Shaka got outcoached by Tom Izzo, though. Like, you know, he is a good coach. There's a reason they lamely call it, called him Mr. March on the broadcast yesterday. So. Yep. Well, uh, to speak to uh, some players he didn't coach uh, on the <laughs> baseball team, um, there's some – honestly, there were some surprises on, on Michigan State. I didn't know – if they were like really notable for um for their 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 baseball program, but uh, Steve Garvey uh was a uh, was a Spartan was a baseball Spartan, um so uh yeah Steve Garvey probably the most notable uh player to come like batter to come out of uh, Michigan State, but a very yeah. close second, a very close second is uh, Kirk Gibson. Um, okay, Detroit. yeah, yeah, I you know I was just uh the Kirk Gibson was at the game yesterday I think. Oh, really? Yeah, they showed him on TV for a second. He was with some other... Oh, yeah, he was with Barry Sanders, because Barry Sanders' oh, kid okay. is like a walk-on on the team or something, so um, they were they were sitting together. So, yeah, the announcers pointed them out. I, they said, like, was it, is it Parkinson's? Like, he had, he has something like, like, Kirk Gibson, and like, you know, it's kind of a bummer to see, because he was like, you know, he had a, a life after baseball. He was the manager of the D-backs for a while, um, and, uh, Actually, seemed like he might have had a little bit of a sense of humor, even though he seemed he was one of those kind of like stone faced like guys, like as a player. Um, mm-hmm. So he seemed to kind of like find like a humorous side to himself, like as a as a coach. So and that was so yeah. it was a bummer to hear that news. Um, but so that's good. He's getting out to games, I guess. Um, we I believe we saw his son play too, right in the in the we Lansing we did nuts game. Yeah, we, we did. Um, and I Gibson? almost want to say was he, he was was he a football player too? Was he a wide receiver for the? the yeah, team? he was. Mm-hmm. I yeah, you're right. I think he was like I think that's where he was more notable. Like in college, I don't know, but I don't I don't know. Like, um, well, I mean, you know, probably good enough to. <laughs> he was good enough at least to get drafted. So, but I yeah, I seem to recall him like hearing about his football career as well. Um, and then uh, probably overall, I mean, just by merit alone, but definitely not in our time. Robin Roberts, Hall of Fame pitcher, uh, went to uh, Michigan State as well. So, uh, was... uh, yes, yes, he did. Robin Roberts, uh, kind of an underrated pitcher, too. Um, once famously got a hit off of Satchel Page, But, uh, uh, yeah, he's uh, you don't hear much about Robin Roberts, but he was a, he was a really good pitcher. Yeah, uh, Hall of Famer. Um, Seven-time All-Star, uh, so uh, yeah, good pitcher, mostly with the Phillies. Um, Jeremy, did your boy Brandon Hughes go to uh, go to Michigan State? I'm just um, seeing that now. Is that yeah. D-Bra- that's D. Brandon Hughes, huh? It is, yeah, it is. Nice. Um, so bet, yeah, but he was but he was happy about that win yesterday. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, they're probably watching it somewhere. Um, but yeah. Uh, Tim Crabtree, Tim Burtzis, who is, uh, I'm, I'm almost positive. I picked him as a, um, player of the day, um, last year, uh, Mark Mulder was a, um, uh, a, a Spartan, um, the pitcher, Mike Marshall, um, not to be confused with the first baseman, Mike Marshall. Um, and, uh, I'm trying to see if there's anybody else. Um, yeah, that's kind of, those are the big ones I would say. Uh, nice. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good list, though. Um, I mean, the, the Big Ten and, and Michigan State in particular isn't, you know, uh, this, the state of Michigan um, in that area of the country, not really known for baseball because you can't play it year round. So it's uh, it is cool that they did have a few really good pitchers there. Um, Steve Garvey, yeah. he was one of the biggest stars in, in baseball. Um, 
you know, when he was playing. I, I feel like maybe outside of uh, Dale Murphy, Steve Garvey is is thought of as one of the one of the more higher echelon guys who who is not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, for sure. Jack, um, I, I have to say, I just um, Japan just walked it off against Mexico in, in oh, dramatic yeah? in dramatic fashion. Uh, they um, came up down by one. Otani led off with a double, a gap, a gap clearing double, uh, then a walk, and uh, then like just a, a a shot out to like center field that scored two runs, and they're going crazy now on the field. Pretty exciting. Nice. That's that's cool. Um, so yeah, it sounds like a good game. And so the championships tomorrow. Championship is tomorrow night. Japan versus U.S. I think that's maybe what a lot of people would have liked to see. So Otani Great. versus the U.S. Awesome. Um, uh, well, that, yeah, that should be a good one. What time is that on? Um, I believe it starts at six o'clock. Um, it could be wrong, but uh, man, if I'm looking, feeling, I'm looking at these guys from Team Mexico, and they're just, they're just, uh, just crestfallen. It's, 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 it's a bummer for them. But uh, that was a, that was a hell of a game, man. Nice, nice. Um, uh, yeah, it. Uh, I don't, I don't have it on, but I, you know, I, I always like when they show the faces of crestfallen people after losses. Oh, that's the NCAA tournament to a T, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whenever they show fans, that would have been me if I was in the stands. But uh, you know, let's, <laughs> let's be glad that let's be glad that I wasn't. Yeah, you would. I, I would hope you wouldn't be one of those crying people. But uh, who, you know, you never can tell until you're in the situation. I guess. No, no. Um. All right. So that was Michigan State. Um. Uh, yeah. Their opponent is is Kansas State. Uh, yeah, Kansas any, State. Yeah. Who I I have going to the Final Four, Jack. So I I did oh, have wow. them beating. Uh, um, I think they would have played Marquette, right? They're in that same mm-hmm. bracket. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, right. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, I do have them in the Final Four. Um, so, uh, yeah, not not too many from uh, Kansas State, honestly. Um, let me just pull that up really quick. Um, there is a a guy um, on the team. Uh, let's see here. His name is uh, Butch Neiman. Um, I'm trying to just pull him up really quick, but uh, he was definitely a guy before our time. So he only played three years um, in the forties, 43 to 45. Um, But he has the most um, at bats, maybe Mm -hmm. Um, actually, no, there was another guy, Bob Randall, who was also just like, kind of like a journeyman guy. Um, So we'll put it this way. Offensively speaking, not, not too many, Notable guys. One guy, though, I would say um, that's kind of current. We've talked. I think we've talked about him on this podcast. Is uh, Nick Martini, um, sure, guy who uh, uh, played for Oakland and the Cubs. Um, and didn't you know someone who knew him or something, Jack? Uh, yeah, I did. A former coworker of mine said that they were best friends with him in you know grade school or whatever. Okay. Um, and they were like, "Oh wow, I, I was surprised he was in the majors." So uh, yeah, you know, he, he's. Uh, uh, I I did I did say that. Yeah. Okay. That's I thought so. Um, uh, and then as far as like uh, pitchers go, um, there's a guy named Eldon Ocker, um, who uh-huh. pitched in like the 30s and the 40s, uh, who has like the most innings pitched. For me, the most notable guy is a guy named uh, Ted Power, um, who was uh, a pitcher in the 70s and or in the 80s and the early 90s. Um, most notably with the Reds, I remember him. I Jack, I actually think I have a, a scorecard from a game where I got Ted Power's autograph. Um, and if you just Google Ted Power, Jack, I think the first thing that stands out to you, besides his name, um, visually speaking, is he had like a crazy, like curly, just 
big curly hair like in the in the eighties that kind of stuck out of his head. He he had like the big mustache and the curly hair uh, at points in his career, and he kind of nice. just looked very eighties. I would say it's a very seventies. <laughs> very he actually actually he looked very seventies in the eighties. So you know, take that for what it's worth. <laughs> nice. Um, you know, Jeremy, there there's a guy on here that. Uh, I think we did. We see him make his major league debut. Oh. Um, is it Will, Will Brennan? Oh yeah, he's on that list. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. Was that his debut? Was that his major league debut? Yeah. Well, I, I want to say I. Yeah. I think we. I think we saw him make his make his big league debut. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. That's that's the Will nice. Brennan. Yeah. I I would have never known that guy went to Kansas State. So no. that's. Uh, that's cool, um, and you know maybe he'll be in the majors this year too. I, I think he kind of held his own when he, he was playing. Yeah, three fifty seven yes. average. Yeah, I was gonna say he he did well for them. I think he even got like a maybe a hit, uh, a, a big hit in the in the major or in the uh, the playoffs too, for Cleveland. So um, yeah, yeah, he did okay for himself. Yeah, nice. Uh, well, that, that's a good one then. That's a that's a nice discovery. Um, okay, cool. Uh, uh, we can move on to the next game in my bracket. Uh, which is Xavier versus Texas. Jeremy, we saw Xavier, um, which is awesome. Uh, Marquette beat them uh, uh, twice in about the last month, and uh, Xavier's, they're moving on to the, the Sweet 16, and Marquette's not, so that's the way it goes. Um, yeah. But uh, we uh, anyway, we saw them, and we, we speculated that it'd be cool to see them uh, if they advanced in March, and, and we did it. Uh, they, they have some, some good guys who went there. Frank Robinson uh, went there. He um, uh, Hall of Famer Frank Robinson. Uh, also Jim Bunning, um, mm-hmm. as well, uh, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, uh, you know, Xavier, not, not a lot of guys recently. Vinny Natoli went there. Uh, Zach Lother, Jim Tracy, who I think was a manager for a while. Yeah. Um, the, uh, Dodgers manager, I believe. Right. Yeah. 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 He, uh, so he went there. Um, uh, but yeah, Xavier, uh, uh, I don't even know if they still, they must still have baseball because there's a couple guys who who are currently playing who went there, but, uh, yeah. they're not really, not, not really known for baseball like some other schools. And, and I, I know that a lot of the big East teams don't even have baseball teams. So, uh, I'm not quite sure what conference they play in for baseball, but, uh, yeah, they do have a few good guys. Yeah. Yeah. Some guys that just had like little, um, <clears throat> little brushes, I think with, with, in the major, like cups of coffee. Uh, Charlie Leesman was another guy. He's on, was on the white Sox, I believe. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, two years with the White Sox, nine games over two years. Oh, God, I don't remember that guy at all. Yeah, I just um, – he probably came up for, like, a spot start or something. Um, Vinny Natoli's currently with the Cubs, I believe, and I think he Is actually he really? pitched – Yeah, and I think he was with uh, Team Italy, too. Um, okay. So, yeah, uh, yeah, just a couple guys aside from the uh, couple Hall of Famers. Nice, nice. All right. Um, we also have the University of Texas uh, at Austin, so the Longhorns. Um, most famous guy here, Roger Clemens, uh, yep. uh, is a is a Texas Longhorn. Um, you know, needs no introduction. I, I was I was expecting to see Hall of Fame next to his his name, but uh, but nope. <laughs> um, uh, Greg Swindell went there. Uh, Dennis yep. Cook. Um, I famously remember when Dennis Cook, like somebody. Do you remember those uh, uh, Nerf? They, I don't even know how to describe them. I used to know what they were called, but they were those things that they almost looked like arrows, but they were like almost footballs that you could throw. Do you know what oh, I'm talking yeah. about? Um, the Nerf yeah. Arrow? Was it called the Arrow? A-E-R-O? Um, 
Maybe. Or maybe the turbo, it was. the um, turbo football. That's what it was called. Okay. Yeah. Uh, those things were kind of cool, actually, and they were they were fun oh, to play with uh, as, yeah. as a kid. Actually, the turbo, um, the turbo football was something different. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. One time, Dennis Cook was was pitching in a game, and uh, one of uh, somebody like threw one of those on the field, and he he threw it off the field. Uh, he was, you know, he was a big lefty, but like he he took it and he just threw it back into the stands. But it made it, it made like a perfect spiral, and it was a good throw. Um, I was just watching this on TV, so it looked uh, it looked cool. So whenever I think of Dennis Cook, I think of that. Um, but yeah, this is a lot like uh, I think it was the University of Tennessee. There's almost too many guys to to yeah. talk about. Brandon Belt went there, which I had no idea about. He went to he went to Texas. Um, Houston Street, uh, Spike uh, Owen. Who I, mm-hmm. I remember and always uh, kind of liked a little bit. Um, Keith uh, Moreland, we got to mention. Yes, yes, uh, uh, absolutely. Keith Moreland went there. Um, uh, uh, Corey Knable went there mm-hmm. as well. I didn't know that. Hell, I didn't even barely knew he still pitched. I remember we were looking for him with the Phillies, but we didn't see him. So uh, mm-hmm. he went there. Brandon Workman, um, uh, your boy Brandon Ooh. Workman. Uh, yeah. Stay Brooks. away from him uh, in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Brooks Kieschnick, Ron Gardenhire, the old manager. Um, wow. I I didn't even know Ron Gardenhire played baseball, but uh, yeah. So just just uh, just a whole uh, murderer's row of guys here. Yeah. Ron Ron Gardenhire. If you look at him in his playing days, uh, was was kind of a svelte guy, kind of like um, Clint Hurdle too. Clint Hurdle was kind of like a a studly looking guy back in his playing days. Uh, you know. Yeah. And then. Then uh, he uh, what? What did he do? Did he take out David Bell or something? Or he took out like who did? Did he go after a player like Amir Garrett or something? It might be. And then and then I think David Bell took him out. Um, yeah, but David like, Bell like fell know, on the ground or something. <laughs> yeah. Clint, Clint Clint Hurdle like has also had two hip replacements. If I you know if if, yeah. I, if I read correctly or at least one. And so that that's an instance of a guy still thinking he's a player, but it's like, yeah. no, dude, you can't you can't mix it up like that anymore. <laughs> right. um, so uh, yeah, so you're right though uh, about Ron Gardenhire. Uh, oh, also Cody Clemens went there as well. Um, in addition to Rogers, so Cody, I, I don't know if he's actually going to be on the Tigers this year, but he did uh, he did go there. So the list of guys is uh, about 120 deep, I think. So yeah, uh, yeah it's a um, lot of dudes. I did watch. Um, I was watching some. I. I've been trying to get into college baseball uh, the last couple of years. So I, w- I did watch some Texas games and uh, Greg Swindell um, and Keith Moreland both do um, uh, color uh, anal- anal- uh, analyzing for the team, for the broadcasts for, for the oh, cool. Longhorns. Yeah. So nice. you hear, you get to hear them on there. Keith Moreland did color, did uh, the color on the radio uh, for like one season. I think after Ron Sano passed away and then, he uh he left and Ron Coomer took over, um so a longtime Cub he was at um he was at Cubs convention but I didn't I didn't manage to get him uh, unfortunately um Kirk Dressendorfer was a guy who I definitely picked for uh, rain delay player of the day at one point he was on the uh, A's uh, very very briefly uh, Jerry Don Gleaton I also think was a guy that I picked um just a total Texas guy it's like he had to have gone to Texas. Jerry sure. Don Gleaton. It's like his probably name was probably just Jerry Gleaton. And they're like, you know, when he got into baseball, he's like, I got to add the down in there for intimidation purposes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. You, you always got to love those guys that had three names like, like Billy Joe Tolliver. Yeah, exactly. Billy Joe Robido was another guy. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, there's a lot there for sure. 
Absolutely. I would never want to be a guy with two first names, Jeremy. I'm I'm glad I'm glad I'm not. Um, what's your What's your middle name, Jack? Robert. Jack Roberts. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Jack Bob, <laughs> James Bob. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim Bob. Or that's that's Bob, one yeah. that people use sometimes, right? Jim Bob. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. I don't think that's doing you any favors, Jack. No, no, I I agree. What is your is yours? Is it Gavin? Yeah, my middle name's Gavin. All right. Nice. There's there's no like hard way to use that. I think uh my like if like if I ever became like a a tycoon, like a rich tycoon, I would go by J Gavin Dionisio. But uh that's that that's a good that's good though. Uh that yeah. sounds um it sounds very highfalutin. It's like a great Gatsby kind of name, J Gavin. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, All right. That's perfect. All right, so um, moving on to uh, yeah. one of my matchups. All right, so I got San Diego State and Alabama here. Mm, um, okay. <clears throat> San, Diego, San Diego State, uh, a lot um, of guys. Uh, Jack, do you know? Yeah, do you know the Off most the famous guy? Off the top of guy? my head, Jeremy, did uh, Strasburg go there? Strasburg did go there. I, you know, honestly, Strasburg might not be the best pitcher. I, I almost thought for sure Strasburg was the best pitcher to come out of there. Um, do you yeah. remember who Strasburg's coach was in the in college? Yeah, yeah, uh, Tony Gwynn. Right? Tony Gwynn, who also went there. Yeah. So, Tony Gwynn for by far is like the most notable um, hitter, but there was a lot of good ones. So Mark Grace went to uh, San Diego State. Wow. Uh, Her- Harold Reynolds, Greg Nettles, um, Dave Robert. Uh, that's that's a different Dave Roberts. Um, uh, Tony Clark. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of guys. Uh, a lot of guys. Yeah. This is a this is a really rich uh, list here. Um, uh, it's only about half as big as Texas, but uh, definitely some uh, some some good players. Uh, a few guys who of note recently: Ty France, uh, Sebi mm-hmm. Sebi Zavala. I was yep. at the Sebi Zavala game. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, uh, yeah. Jack, before you go, uh, or before you go on, uh, as far as pitchers go, um, I would say the guy who gives Strasburg a run for his money. I think. Uh, um, I think when he signed his letter of intent, you probably could hear him around the household saying, they got me. They got me. <laughs> Bud Black. Bud Black went to uh, San Diego State. Hell yeah, man. Uh, I, I had no idea. I mean, I'm sure I like when I looked at his Wikipedia page, I saw it, but it just it just went right over my head. Uh, that's pretty cool, man. If he comes back, we should ask them about their him about his tourney run, uh, their tourney run this year. Um, yeah. That's cool, man. I I saw that. You know, it's it's also kind of sad because Bud Black seems seems like kind of just a grinder, um, and the fact that he ultimately ended up with probably a better career than Steven Strasburg, who was one of the most hyped prospects of the last yeah. uh, twenty years, is uh, is strange. But no, honestly, it would be funny to say to Bud Black like we were researching San Diego State and we for sure thought that Strasburg was the best pitcher to come out of there, but uh, it's actually you, big boy. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Um, so, so yeah, he, I'm sure he'd be like, oh, I don't know about that, but, uh, yeah, um, yeah. um, definitely just, food for thought, food for thought for him though. I, I bet he, I bet he'd leave the butt, leave on the bus thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, uh, uh, Justin Masterson, if you remember him, yep. Went to, uh, to, um, uh, uh, San Diego state and also Dave Smith. Uh, Dave Smith was the closer for the uh, Astros in the 80s and went over to the Cubs and then passed away relatively young uh, at, uh, let's see, age uh, 53, um, mm. almost uh, 54. But, uh, yeah, died. Uh, I remember I remember when he passed away, I was like, oh, man, I, I remember that guy as a kid. 
So it was kind of weird, but uh, but yeah, Dave Smith went there as well. Um, Quentin Berry also went there. Yep. Current uh, current Brewers first base coach. Um, yeah. Wow, that that's a good ass list of guys. Aaron Harang, Addison yep. Reed, uh, yep. Jeff Deve- Yeah, there's yeah a lot of guys. Yeah, and uh, Chris Quinn, Tony's brother. So uh, yeah, that's a, that's definitely a rich baseball school. Not one I had really thought of. Um, who were they? Uh, who are they playing, Jeremy? Uh, Alabama. 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 Right. This would be an interesting one. Yeah. Um. It's a, yeah. It is an interesting one. Um. So they have a guy who um went there. Uh. Who is um in the Hall of Fame. Uh. But I don't know too much about him. Uh. Joe Sewell. Jack. I don't know if okay. you have anything to share about Joe Sewell. He played in the twenties and the thirties. Um, I don't. Yeah, uh, he played for Cleveland and the Yankees. Um, yeah, I mean, he was uh, in like the top ten of vote of MVP voting uh, several years, but like not no not, for, not like not known for power. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not. Really, he must have just been a damn good fielder, I guess. I don't. I don't really know. He led the league. Uh, he led the majors in um, doubles in 1924, but. Off the top of my head, I just don't know what this guy was really known. He got a lot of he would he get he would he hit a lot. Um, so yeah, maybe he was just like a leadoff guy, um, mm-hmm. just a table setter guy. Career, I mean, career three twelve average. Um, so but never led the league in hits, but had some prodigious hit numbers each season. So I yeah, guess that's that's yeah. pretty much it. You know, he's, uh, yeah, 2,200 hits for his career, but you're right, he didn't have a super long career. Maybe he's one of those guys that they talk about when they're like, there's a lot of guys who shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, um, <laughs> you know, or who they should, like, remove. I think we found maybe found one of them. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. Okay, he was five foot six, one 155, too. Wow. Um, and also, he played, he debuted in 1920, so, like, he must have went to the University of Alabama in the teens. It's like... I, I was actually thinking about this, Jack. Like I've I've seen guys like you know who went to these schools like in the, you know, nineteen sixteen or something. I'm like, what was the school like at that point? Like what what was college like in nineteen nineteen? I don't know. That's when my grandmother was born. I I just I don't, you know, I don't even know. And they had a baseball team too, so it's like, right? Who who were they playing? Like what? I, it's just I don't you know I can't wrap my head around what life was like uh, at that point. Yeah, probably it was all all white people at, at the <laughs> University of Alabama. Oh, that's, that's that that's for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, someone who um, played with a more diverse group of uh, teammates. Uh, Dave <laughs> Dave Magadan. Dave Magadan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He's not uh, employed this year, I don't believe. No. Um, and he he had a real he had a real hangdog expression <laughs> on his face when he was when he was walking walking to that bus. Yeah, maybe was thinking of those simpler times back when Joe Sewell was uh, was leading the team, uh, <laughs> the the Tuscaloosa uh, uh, squadron. But uh, but yeah, so um, he was uh, mentionable there. Uh, David Robertson, I think, I feel like maybe is the most notable Alabama yeah. guy. Like he's I he comes home he comes out to Sweet Home Alabama. He does uh, the song, and uh, I feel like he's talked about being like having gone there. Uh, so he's out there. Uh, I had to give a shout out to Greg Hibbard, um, former White Sox and Cub pitcher, lefty from uh, from my childhood. Sure. Um, so he's on the list too. Um, yeah, it looks like Alex Avila is on that list. Um, you know, there's a lot of of you know um, fringe guys too. Butch Hobson, 
who was manager sure. of the uh, Chicago Dogs, I think. Uh, yes, point. he was. Holy crap. He, yeah, Craig Shipley, Frank Menachino. Yeah, Frank, Frank, the much maligned by White Sox fans, Frank Menachino, who was their <laughs> he was their hitting coach this last year, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Poor bastard. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then uh, as far as pitchers go, um, yeah, there's a guy, you know, there's some, again, guys before our time, Frank Larry and Al Worthington uh, pitched mm-hmm. in like the 50s and 60s. Wade LeBlanc, Tommy Hunter, who's still yep. around. Um, yep. Jimmy Nelson, who's also yeah. still around. Um, yeah, he is. Um, su- yeah, surprisingly, yeah, he's still he's still kicking around. Taylor Tankersley, I remember that guy. Yep, I, I remember. I remember him too for sure. Uh, good, yeah. good name as well. Spencer Turnbull went there. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's Adam uh, that's. Yeah, Adam Morgan as well. So th- this is uh, you know Alabama is one of those schools where like they have so much money to throw at their athletic programs that of course they're of course they're going to have a good baseball program too. So yeah. um, not not surprising to see them with you know seventy guys who've made the majors. Um, Adam Morgan, responsible for probably for Jason Hayward's most notable Cub moment on the field. Um, he, I believe he gave up a walk-off uh, three-run homer to Jason Hayward. I was at that game. Um, oh, wow. It's about the only time offensively that he did anything for the fucking team. But uh, Yeah, I know, yeah. for, for sure. And I was going to say Wade LeBlanc, I think, also pitched in that end-of-season 2019 Mariners game. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds I would, right. Uh, I would bet that that's what happens when Felix Hernandez starts a game uh, in 2019 for you. You just you just get a, a, a whole bunch of other guys having to eat innings. Yeah, you get a LeBlanc and Groats uh, appearance. Right, right, for sure. Um, all right, well that's uh, that's great. Uh, I'll move on to my next game. I think uh, I've got two more to go, Jeremy. I think you've. Uh, it looks like you've got maybe one more to go. So yeah, yeah. Um, fantastic. Uh, all right, so I'll go down to the West bracket. We have Arkansas and uh, UConn. Um, so let's start off with Arkansas, the Razorbacks. Um, uh, Cliff Lee went to Arkansas, which is not uh, something yeah. that I, I knew. Uh, have you ever been to Arkansas, Jeremy? I have not. That's one of the handful of states I haven't been to. Yeah, I, I don't know what I would do there if I went. Um, maybe people feel that way about Wisconsin. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so uh, he went there. Again, if we're talking about much maligned White Sox players, Dallas Keuchel went to the University of Arkansas. I had no freaking idea. I, you know, I don't want to uh, put labels on people, but he doesn't look like a guy that would have gone to gone there. <laughs> Wait, just, da- Dallas Keuchel, you said? Yeah, yeah, Dallas he, Keuchel. He, you know, I, I don't know. He, he looks this. like a hipster. Yeah, I was gonna say. I wonder if he had that stupid beard in in college. And uh, right, you um, know. yeah, who knows? But what a also what a, just what a terrible uh, terrible pitcher he was um, for them. Uh, Jeff King, uh, I always liked Jeff King. I remember he had a mustache for a long time. He was a number one overall draft pick by the Pirates, I believe, um, or maybe he was with the Royals first. I, no, I think he was with the Pirates first. But uh, yeah, I, I always remember liking his game. Jimmy Jimmy Can Can went to the <laughs> University of Arkansas. So that's a that's a fantastic one. Um, Matt Reynolds, who played a little bit this year, went there. Um, uh, Jeremy, do you, how do you say this guy's name? Is it Colin Pache? Um. Oh. Um. I think it's Posh. Posh. That, that's what. Oh, oh. It says pronunciation Poche. Is it okay? okay. Interesting. I never. I never knew that. But yeah, uh, I've never. I've never heard his name said out loud either. No. Um, uh, and I think here, unless I'm, I'm crazy, Drew, yeah, Drew Smiley went there as well, um, who will be on the Cubs this year, yeah? 
Yeah, yeah, he uh, and seems to have turned our corner in, in spring here. Wonderful, yeah, and uh, uh, Super Benintendi, Andrew Benintendi also uh, went yeah. there, uh, and uh, uh, which which doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, but he did go there. Um, and then Tom Pegnazzi as well, mm, who I yeah. always who I always liked. I thought, oh, I always nice. thought he was pretty good, even That's though he was on the Cardinals. On the Cardinals, yeah. That's a guy who's never come up on the podcast before, Tom Pegnazzi. No, no, but he was a, he was an all right all right player for sure. Won three Gold Gloves and made an All Star team. Um, so yeah, he also went to the University of Arkansas. Uh, he's from Tucson, Arizona. So uh, I guess he got recruited to Arkansas. But uh, yeah, those are a few of the guys. Uh, Jack, your boy. I don't know if you said this. Your boy Brian Anderson went to. Uh, did you mention Brian Anderson yet? Uh, is that the current that, the current Brewer Brian Anderson who went that's there? That's correct. I, yeah, there's, the, there's two there's two Brian Andersons in my life. Um, so uh, <laughs> in your but, life? But oh yeah, one, right. Uh, that's right. That oh yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Wow, you have two. Yeah, I was I was just saying that just because he's on the Brewers, but yeah, that's right. You have the other the announcer Brian Anderson. The, yes, there needs to be a mandate uh, that anyone with like last name Anderson has to stop naming their kids Brian. There's too many Brian Andersons associated with baseball. There's, I agree. Yeah, like because aside from the guy, the Marlin now Brewer and the announcer, there was a guy on the White Sox named Brian Anderson, right? And there yes. was also a pitcher on the D-backs named Brian Anderson, I think. Yep. Yeah. So they're they're all they're all over the place. Um, yeah. Uh, they need to at least make it like the Screen Actors Guild, where you have to have a uh, an initial. Um, like, you know, Samuel L. Jackson. I'm sure there must have been some guy named Samuel L. Jackson. That's why he does it. I don't know. Uh, you know, you th- that that sort of thing is common with the Jack, with SAG. Jack, real quick, uh, that, that is true. Um, Jack, uh, in um, the uh, – so, uh, listeners, uh, I'm sure I, I believe I've mentioned it, that I teach a, a filmmaking class uh, – as my as my normal my regular gig, we did um we did a sketch uh we the first couple of years um I taught it it was actually a TV class and we had like a little TV studio and we did like little like sketches and stuff, um and we <laughs> we had this one kid was just playing a character I forgot what the context of it was but um he was playing a character and his name was Samuel M Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> it's the most like laziest like simplest like bit or, like joke but. For sure. some reason, whenever I think about it, I just think Samuel M. Jackson, and it just cracks me up. So that's good. Anyway. You know, yeah, that'd be, maybe be a joke I would use. Uh, yeah, that's, that's good. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, um, yeah, a uh, couple of guys that I have to mention just um, that I like from my time. First, Eric Hinsky, um yep. is on this list. Kevin McReynolds was a player from my childhood, most notable on the Mets, uh, sure. and the, the uh, Royals a little bit, um, but. Uh, um, Kevin McReynolds, uh, Les Lancaster, um, was, okay. uh, a, a fan favorite, uh, Cubs pitcher. Um, he, he went there, um, and, uh, Robert Person. Do you remember him, Jack? Pitcher for the Phillies, Robert Person. I remember the name, but I don't really remember him. Yeah. Uh, late 90s, mid nineties to, uh, early two thousands. Um, but yeah, definitely Les Lancaster. He's, uh, one of my, like, just a cub that I remember as a kid. Yeah, uh, that's uh, uh, that's that's great. Um, uh, you know, these SEC schools uh, definitely no surprise that they have a a wealth of of, of guys since you can play baseball year round down there. Um, For sure, UConn. I, I was thinking would be a little bit more of a wild card because you know Connecticut is not really a state that you associate with uh, baseball players. But uh, number one guy, I don't know what the story is here. Um, Roberto Hernandez um, went there. Uh, okay. 
which is interesting. So I, I don't know if he, um, I don't know, I don't know what the deal was there. I'll have to look into that. Uh, Chuck yeah. Nagy, probably the most form, uh, famous pitcher. Um, a couple other uh, players: Nick Ahmed, Matt Barnes, George Springer went to UConn. I do think I, I knew that George Springer was was from that area, but um, Jeez. I I just can't picture UConn baseball at all. No, I'm like because I don't know if anyone like recently has gotten drafted out of UConn. I just they haven't come up on my radar like since I've been like kind of paying more close attention to like, you know, prospecting guys. But like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Anthony K, I guess, went there. So sure. Recent yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh, Roberto Hernandez, of course, um, uh, you know, never I'll never. I mean, I believe we talked about this on the podcast, right, <laughs> that he showed up at my grade school because he was dating the second grade teacher there. Oh, least, that was uh, the first thing. That was the first thing I, I thought of when yeah. um, <laughs> when that when that guy came up for sure. Yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, he was born in Puerto Rico, but uh, maybe he uh, maybe he came here for college. I don't know. Well, hey, hey, Jeremy. Uh, so it says that uh, he was born yeah born in Puerto Rico, but his family moved uh, to New York City when he was two. He went to a prep okay. school in in New Hampshire. Uh, and that's how he ended up oh, wow. at UConn, at UConn. So, and he um, actually transferred too to University of South Carolina, uh, Aiken. So, um, so yeah, but um, yeah. So there you go, Matt Roberto Hernandez has lived a long career. I honestly, I I feel like I have to find some way to meet him just to drop that uh, that teacher that teacher. <laughs> I remember her name. So um, yeah, I uh, yeah. Maybe get get a story there or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, all right, last one, last one from this list that I want to point out: Chris Bryant's boy, Mike Olt. Yep, yep. You know he'll always be the uh, he'll always be the Wally Pip to Chris Bryant's uh, Chris, <laughs> to Chris Bryant's Lou Gehrig, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Mike Olt uh, just um, had a rough a rough career. Um, even ended up on the White Sox at some point after he kind of fell fell off with the Cubs, but uh, just. Um, yeah, yeah, just that's a that's a rough one. He he was such a highly touted guy, um, yeah. and just just didn't it didn't happen for him. Nope, nope, um, it did not. Uh, all right, Jeremy, should we move on to your last one, Missouri and Princeton? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so uh, Jack, what did I text you about Princeton? <laughs> uh, I, I think you, you said it was uh, not exactly a lot of lunch pail guys on that team. I said it's not exactly a team Joe Lunchpail can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Right, this is right. this was coming off of the the fairly Dickinson uh, upset, sixteen over one, and then Princeton sure. Princeton go ahead and goes ahead and wins, and it's like eh, not quite the same feel to it. Uh, a lot of those guys look like you know frat boys, just like they look like eighties movie villains. So, um, sure, yeah, I don't know if anyone's, I don't know how many people are excited about Princeton's uh, Cinderella story, but. Um, but I digress. Um, as far as baseball goes, um, the most notable hitter I would say from that uh, list was Will Venable, who um, may yep. become a manager at some point soon. I feel like mm-hmm. he's getting a lot of buzz as a manager. Um, was a uh, was he first base coach or third base coach or both for the Cubs? I can't remember. Well, I know he was at least first base. I don't know if he ever got moved over to third, but uh, okay. yeah, he was on Ma- uh, uh, Madden staff I think for a while. Yeah, I think after Brandon Hyde left, maybe, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I think yep. I think uh, Rizzo, like I think Rizzo and him had maybe a, like a, a friendship or something. I saw him walking uh, down uh, down Clark Street after a Cubs game, like just like leaving the stadium and like nice. you know now now I definitely would have stopped him and <laughs> tried to get his autograph. But at that point, yeah. I was like, oh, there's Will Venable. Um, uh-huh. 
but uh but yeah uh so yeah and uh I, he's somewhere now but uh i feel like he's been getting some manager buzz um so maybe he'll be a manager yes. at some point yes, um is. yeah as far as pitchers go um uh chris young uh who's yep. the gm of the rangers now is that that's correct yes, mm-hmm. yeah so chris young uh went there um and uh ross ollendorf also went there um yeah. who uh famously uh yeah uh, Ivy League guy uh, wrote like a thesis on like pitching or something, and then went on the Boars and Bernstein radio show and sounded like a complete bonehead. So go figure. That's, out that yeah, one. that's strange. You know, he he was he would always do that old timey wind up too yeah. before he would he would throw a pitch. I remember we saw him pitch for the Reds, and you know he gave up about a four hundred and twenty five foot home run to Chris Bryant, and then as he got the ball back, and the next guy he just did that dumb wind up again. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. so in, in certain contexts, it just looks ridiculous. Yes, yeah, I know. It was like kind of like, are you just are you just entertaining yourself, Ross Ollendorf? Because yeah, I don't find it uh, entertaining. No, no. Um, I, I noticed they have a guy here. This is a very Princeton thing, but uh, this guy's played in from nineteen fourteen to nineteen fifteen. But his 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 listed name on here is King Lear, um, <laughs> yeah. which is which is pretty great. I, I don't know if you remember <laughs> the old Krusty the Clown joke on The Simpsons, where he's like performing Shakespeare at dinner theater, and he's like. Julie had so much pasta, she made the king leer. And then he goes, uh, funny stuff. But, uh, uh, yeah, um, king leer. Um, uh, but also, yeah, a few other guys, David Hale. I didn't know he went there. Mike Ford, um, who we saw home run. Uh, at, we saw Adam Engel rob one of his homers. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely a few guys on here. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, that was mostly what I had there. I Jack, real quick. Um, so I just googled this art. I found this article from uh, ESPN. Uh, Ollendorf brimming with intelligence, and then it says here uh, Tim Kirchin wrote a, a story about him. It says Kirchin focuses on Ollendorf's senior thesis at Princeton, which was an analysis of the June amateur draft in baseball. In his thesis, Ollendorf set out to determine whether draft picks are worth the financial investment that teams make in them. Uh, and so there's like a, you know, there's an article about that, but I remember they brought him on the Boris and Bernstein show to talk about this thesis and like, you know, so it's funny that he was, um, a pitcher, like a player, like writing that thesis. Cause I'm sure it probably was like, it's not worth the, the investment or something. So he was like, it was like, he was like anti-players union, <laughs> like as a player, it's like way to go. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was the opposite. It could have been the opposite, but, uh. I don't know. There's something about him that just seems like he was probably like a fucking in the owner's pockets or something. I don't know. Sure. No, no, de- definitely. Um, that's all I got to say about Princeton really. Um, okay. so, uh, Creighton. Oh, actually, damn. I meant to, to, um, look this up. Um, I believe that, uh, well, yeah, let me go through all this stuff really quick, uh, for Creighton, what I have. So, um, yeah, it, interesting list Creighton was for sure. Um, as far as hitters go, um, guy who had the most like major league at bats who went to Creighton, uh, a guy who hopefully I think we're going to be trying to get, um, uh, early on in the season as the manager of the, the Mariners when they come to town, uh, Scott service, um, went to Creighton. Um, and so like, yeah, former cub Scott service, former Astro, um, current Marlin, uh, Mariners, uh, coach, um, from pitching, uh, the obvious uh, choice there is Bob Gibson. Yep, yep. I, I remember. I think he was from Omaha, maybe or, or, or Nebraska. So uh, yeah, makes makes sense that he went there. That's cool. 
Yeah. Um, a guy that I just, you know, don't think about as being a college guy. Um, right. Like just that ever played in college, but, um, but yeah. And then, um, going down the list, um, let's see, Dave McKay, who is, uh, uh, on the coaching staff of the, uh, Cardinals, I believe, I think he's on LaRusse's coaching staff at some point, Nikki Lopez, who, uh, mm-hmm. we saw hobnobbing at, uh, guaranteed rate field last season, yep. I think, uh, Darren Ruff, uh, who is a dis- like the, uh, an acqui- a disappointing acquisition by the Mets last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Dennis Rasmussen, um, who is Drew Rasmussen's dad, I believe, or, Wait, is he – I can't remember if he is or I thought he was and found out he wasn't. <laughs> but I think he's <laughs> Drew Rasmussen's dad. I could be wrong on that. Um, I might be thinking of Lance McCullers. Uh, Alan Bennis went there, although Andy mm-hmm. Bennis is not listed on here, I don't think. So they must have went yeah. to different schools. Ty Block, who we did get, right? Did We got Ty Block, didn't we? Oh, geez, man. I don't know. I think we got Ty Block. His autograph. Maybe we didn't know. I think I brought his card, but we didn't get him. Uh, he wasn't okay. there. Uh, Pat Vendetti – though yep who we saw pre-podcast uh the ambidextrous pitcher he went there yeah that, well. that's am- that's amazing that we got to see him um i'm, I'm happy that he's on this list yes i know i that that's going to be something cool like that we can like you know tell people like in the in the future yeah. um uh on a podcast for, for for chance but uh and then also with creighton jack um Ch- chicago cubs connection jim hendry the former gm uh who actually orchestrated that trade uh of Bobby Hill and um, Jose Hernandez for Aramis Ramirez and Kenny Lofton. Um, he was the coach of Creighton, uh, the baseball team from 84 to 91. Really? Um, Jim yes. Hendry? Yeah. He was the manager. Yeah. The coach manager. Wow. It would be, it'd be weird to see him suit up for the Cubs if he had to, you know? Yeah. Right. Exactly. I, I, to, it's weird to see him suit up. Like, I think there are pictures of him, um, in like a Creighton baseball uniform, and it's just it's a weird look. It's just he always seemed just like a a front office guy, and then when I found yeah. out that he was actually like a manager, it's just like yeah. If you Google Jim Hendry Creighton, you can see a couple pictures of him in a uniform. It just mm. it just looks kind of weird. Um, but yeah, he was the manager there. Nice. Yeah, that's some that's some good info, Jeremy. I, I wouldn't have known that. Um, yeah. Uh, and Google googling right now. Um, nice. Any other? Uh, oh yeah, that is that is strange. Um, yeah. Yeah. Any other any other dudes from Creighton before we move on to our last game? Nah, that's it. All right. Um. Great. Uh. Yeah. I, I'll save the I'll save the best for last. Uh. But uh, I'll go to uh, Gonzaga University first. I wasn't quite sure what I would find here. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh. Interesting one. Mike Redmond, who I think we saw at the bus. He might have been uh, uh Bud Black's um bench coach for the Rockies. Um. Probably still is. But he uh okay. he was there. Um, yeah, we didn't get Redmond to sign, but he was definitely, he definitely was at the bus. Uh, Jason Bay, uh, a guy who had some good years, but has just been kind of completely been forgotten about. Um, he went to, he went to, uh, Gonzaga as well. Um, uh, I'm trying to look for some other guys here. Marco Gonzalez went there. Uh, yeah. uh, Pitcher for the Mariners. Yep. Eli Morgan. Who uh, kind of had a breakout year? I feel with the the Guardians last year. Yes, yes, he did. He absolutely did. Michael Rucker as well um, is another one. Is he going to be on the Cubs this year? Oh yeah, that's that Michael Rucker, right? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. I think he's okay. um, he he was doing okay in uh, the spring outing that I saw him this year. Nice. Uh, yeah, very good. Um, yeah, and so those are those are kind of the main guys. But uh, Do you remember Bo Hart, Jack? Bo Hart. I don't, and he didn't. There was a small window that I would have known him. 
Yeah, he was just like a little scrappy guy on the uh, Cardinals. Holy crap! Yeah, I mean he batted three hundred times in two thousand three, so that's a that's a good call. Not yeah. quite sure what happened the next year. It seems like every team just wanted to move on from him, but you know <laughs> yeah. he hit two seventy seven in that one full season. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just one of those pesky um, little Cardinals guys. Yeah, right, right. Um, okay, yeah, that's uh, that that's you know that's all I had for Gonzaga. Um, mm-hmm. I will say uh, I think uh, Darwin Barney might have gone to Oregon State. Um, yeah. he def- he, he's definitely from the – he went to college in the Pacific Northwest. So, you know, um, that's, a, that's a thing about, about Darwin Barney. Um, all <laughs> right, finally, last but not least, uh, let's, do the, uh, U- let's do UCLA, who is uh, uh, obviously still alive in the tournament. One of their best players got hurt, um, so I'm not sure how long of a run they can go on, but I do like their head coach, Mick Cronin. Um, okay, uh, yeah, a few guys. Uh, the longest tenured would be Chris Chambliss. But uh, a catcher I always liked uh, went to UCLA, Don Slot. Do you remember Don Slot? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, an old pirate. I think he used to rock a mustache. Conine the Barbarian, Jeff Conine went there. Bobby Gritch, who's uh, I feel like is a player I would have liked. Um, a lot of similar guys like Todd Zeal, Eric Karros um, went there. Uh, Troy Gloss. This is a baseball hotbed, Jeremy, and I, yeah. I, I could go I could go on forever. Chase Utley, asshole, went there. Uh, I think most importantly, Jackie Robinson um, went to UCLA. Uh, I, I believe I remember reading things where Jackie Robinson said that baseball was his worst sport, um, yeah. which is uh, which is interesting. Or that or that was what how, how he was thought of. Uh, I, he might have been a, a football player first, and I, I think he did track as well. But uh, yeah, he went to he went to UCLA. Um, but how, how could any UCLA mention be complete without uh, uh, mentioning that uh, both Trevor Bauer and Garrett Cole went there? I think around the same time too, if not at the same time. Right. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> yeah, they had, they had some issues there as detailed in like what it was ESPN, the magazine article. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think we can, we can really recount what Garrett, Garrett Cole called Trevor Bauer, but um, <laughs> he did, he did say some things. Uh, Tori Lovello went there. Um, Ron Reineke. So uh, yeah, definitely a lot of former managers, uh, Josh Reineke as well, who I think must be Ron Reineke's kid. Um, mm-hmm. or related at least. Uh, yeah, man, just just a ton of guys as you go down the list. Griffin Canning went there. Yeah. Always seems always seems to be hurt. Uh, Garrett Mitchell for the Brewers. Yep. Um, uh, was drafted out of UCLA. So uh, yeah, it's a it's a good baseball school and it makes sense. Um, it's in California and it's you know it's in the Pac-10, which I think is a pretty good good baseball conference. I mean, I think Barry Bonds went to ASU. So. Maybe Reggie Jackson too. I, I don't. He might have gone there as well. Or Spencer uh, Torkelson. Um, yeah. Yep. No. Th- there's um, UCLA. Uh, yes, because I've been following some some prospects and some draft stuff. Um, they uh, they're. I don't know if their stadium is like big. Like there there doesn't seem to be a lot of like big home run numbers coming off of like UCLA players, but mm-hmm. like good averages for sure. So like yeah, Garrett Mitchell. Um, uh, another guy, a guy who we got last year, Michael Tolia, uh, went to UCLA. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, first round pick. Um, Cubs got a guy in 2019 in the second round, Chase Strumpf, um, uh, from UCLA. Uh, and then yeah, Matt McLean is a guy, uh, first round pick of the Reds, who who could you know uh, be be a good major league player. Came out of UCLA, so there's a lot of recent. And you mentioned the other ones, Griffin Canning and Garrett Mitchell and stuff. Um, but like yeah, a lot of good recent uh, players to get drafted and, out of there. And Bob, Bob Hamlin went there. As well, oh, okay. um, nice. it it may as well be said. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, definitely a lot of good guys. Too many to name, 
on I, this podcast. I have been uh, to the UCLA campus. It's very nice. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's like nice. freaking ridiculously nice. Um, is it? Oh yeah, what's that? No, I just said it's it's oh, it's it nice. Is, yeah. I, I I guess I can only only imagine. Is it is it in uh, uh, L.A. proper? It is. Yeah, it's it's close to the beach too, which is just like, um, it's in uh, Brentwood. Um, or well, it's in like Westwood, but like it's near Brentwood, which is where O.J. Simpson lived. Uh, yep. where, like all the super rich houses are. Like it's beautiful, like wooded, like tree lined campus. Um, the neighborhood is really nice. Uh. And uh, all those fucking kids get to go there, and they're all probably rich. So probably, yeah, yeah. I think the the O.J. Simpson case, though, I, I don't think it was tried in Brentwood, if I'm not mistaken. Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, according to O.J. Made in America, which a uh, good documentary if you've never seen it. Um, okay, uh, yeah. Well, that's all. I think we uh, I think we just did all the teams. Yeah, we did. So um, yeah, this was a cool uh, this was a cool experience. Like I yeah, I think this idea came across and I was like thinking like, is this too like, like, would this be, I honestly, there were some teams that I'm like, didn't even know had a baseball program like Xavier. Like, yeah, there were some of these teams that we kind of came up with this idea before the sweet 16 was finalized. And I'm like, some of these like Gonzaga, I'm not even sure if I really realized they had a baseball program. So, um, so yeah, I, but it was a, this was a cool, uh, little exercise. Yeah, uh, for sure it was. Um, you know, yeah, Jeremy, you're you're a bigger prospect guy than me. Um, I never really never really thought much about where guys went to uh, college to play baseball, but um, yeah. maybe now I will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, following along, like honestly, it's we 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 were talking about maybe trying to go to like a UIC game and stuff, and like honestly, man, it's like it almost doesn't pay. If it's like if you have limited time, it's like just pay attention to the SEC, like <laughs> uh, for for baseball. Like it seems like just like. Arkansas, Mississippi State, LSU, like just those are the teams that have like those are the teams that are putting out the best guys. And then like, yeah, Arizona, ASU, UCLA, if you want to expand that way. But uh, for the most part, just focus on any team in Texas or fucking Alabama, I guess. That's a that's a good call. Is Tommy White doing well this year? Um, He's doing well. Yeah, he transferred to LSU um, and uh, he's doing well, although um, the guy he has a teammate who's think he's gonna have to be the first overall draft pick dylan cruz um so he's dylan cruz is is out producing tommy white but um mm. uh i don't see how lsu can't win the uh the, the championship uh, although i would have said that last year and they they didn't win um but uh yeah and if you're gonna watch any college baseball game watch an lsu game because they just okay. have they just have a lot of good guys including they have a, one of the top pitchers too um Paul Skeens, or I'm not sure how you say his name, but S K E N E S. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're just they're they have a wealth of talent right now at LSU. Sh- sh- shirts and shirts and Skeens uh, would be <laughs> would be that guy's nickname. Nice. Um, all right, uh, cool. Well, we can we can wrap this one up. Um, uh, uh, it's March 20th, so uh, it's very likely that the next episode we hit you uh. with um, baseball season is starting March 30th. So um, you know we might uh, we might get you with a game episode for for our next one. We'll see. Yeah, the good Lord willing, uh, we'll be we'll be at a game. I I know I will be at uh, the home opener on on Thursday, um, yep. the thirtieth, and just ten days. Oh my God, ah, just ten days from now, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's hope it let's hope it uh, the weather the weather holds up. <laughs> I was looking and like it, the forecast only is is going to like the 29th, and it looked like there was like rain in the forecast. So um, I might I might have to take the the next Friday off also, just in case they 
they postponed that, but uh, such is, uh, you know, life in Chicago in April and May, in March. So Right. It's early spring in Chicago, baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, wish, wish I could have been there for that. Um, uh, okay. Okay, cool. We'll sign off for Rain Delay Theater. I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we'll see you when the season starts. Yeah.